the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, Chris Yachia from TheStreet.com. Tech editor, how are you, Chris? Good, Rob. How you doing? Doing well. Let's talk Apple Music. Uh, rolling on out, and it seems to be critically well-received. Yeah, so far, the majority of people that I talk to are happy with it. They're not entirely 100% happy. You know, there's always a few things that people nitpick and complain about. But for the most part, it seems like reception is pretty positive, which which bodes well early for Apple. So what are the features in Apple Music that make it different than Spotify, Pandora, um, Google Music, and the other services that are out there? Basically, what Apple Music is is a combination of everything rolled into one. You have your – assuming you've downloaded music from iTunes that you've bought and purchased – it's there, but you can also stream music. You can watch music videos. They have a social networking feature called Connect, where you can uh, interact with the artists. They can show you, um, you know, things that they're working on or or things that they like. And they also have a, a music station or a radio station, Beats One, which is streaming 24 hours a day. And they have the uh, new DJs. They have some famous DJs, uh, DJ Low, and some others. They had a big uh, interview with Eminem as their, their first interview. So it's really a combination of everything all rolled into one, and it's Apple. So, you know, of course, it's going to look good. So that's what really separates it from, you know, Spotify or Pandora or some of the other services. It does seem to be stealing, for, not stealing, but borrowing, cramming every popular method of consuming music into one app, streaming similar to Spotify, radio features compared to other Internet and satellite services like Pandora and Cirrus. Um, it's interesting, uh, to say the least. How about the whole curation thing that they're talking about? Um, how important is that going to be having Connect, a social network for musicians to interact with fans, and the whole curation? Uh, I think curate, humans curating it is important because as smart as a computer and as an algorithm is, they're going to make some mistakes every now and then. So I think having the personal touch, and again, Apple does have some algorithms too, it's not just completely humanized, uh, is an advantage for them because p- music is inherently personal. So if you feel like you're getting your recommendations or the next song is coming from a computer, eventually you're going to know that. You want to you 
feel and experience music, and I think that's something that only a human being can do. As far as the relationship and interaction with the artist as part of the Connect feature, and that didn't really take off when I tried to do that with Ping a few years ago. So we'll see how well that works. But I suspect that, you know, if you're going to pay $10 a month for it, that's probably not going to be the main reason why you get it. It's interesting that you say that because to me that is the area that adds the most value because to me it takes me back to my childhood days when you'd buy an album and you read the album notes. It was a connection with the artist. You know, sometimes they'd write, you know, you'd see the the words. Sometimes there'd be other things involved in the um, the sleeve per se. And I watched like Taylor Swift. Like she really gets social media. She really connects with her fans. Like I think she could probably overthrow the government if she wanted to with teenage girls. Um, so the connection thing, I, I I hope that works well because I like the killers. And if they can give me an acoustic version of a song or they can personally invite me to a show in Vegas, something tells me, like, that's kind of a nice connection. And, again, I'm not a big music buff right now. I was when I was younger. But uh, I hope that works well because I, I, I think it has potential. See, again, it comes back to the fact that music is inherently personal. You know, what I find right. interesting or what I don't find interesting, someone else might find interesting. So I think, you know, I mean, we just had that conversation where you think that's something that's important and I might not see it. And I think that's what separates Apple Music from some of the other services is they're providing uh, per personalized service, um, which I think, you know, helps some people. And some people don't see it as that important, but they want everything all wrapped into one, into one nice uh pretty little package and I think that's where Apple you know kind of stands out from you know the other services they were are able to offer all these different things and some might be more important to others or than than others to some so I think that's where Apple has an advantage here seems that Apple has another advantage in the fact that it's already installed on the phone where you still have to download Spotify um, is that going to be a differentiator Absolutely. I mean, you're giving people a three-month free trial for it. The installed user base for iOS devices is over, a, you know, they've sold over a billion devices. So I think that's a huge, huge thing to make it so much easier to just say, okay, here's Apple Music. Here's my three-month free trial. I like what I'm listening to. I'll pay $10 a month versus, okay, I have to go to the App Store. I have to find Spotify. I have to curate lists. I have to make my own list. It's just it makes it easier for Apple to, to gather, um, you know, millions of users versus what Spotify is trying to do. Anything else that we need to know about Apple Music? So far, I mean, I, I really feel like, you know, they've had some some kinks so far with uh, Beats 1 going down for a few hours. But I think, you know, so far the early reaction is is it takes some getting used to because, again, like we said, there's a lot there. But I think people are pretty happy with it, and I think, you know, ultimately we'll see, um, you know, probably tens of millions of people streaming or subscribing to the service and ultimately passing Spotify as the number one streaming service. Yeah, I see that happening. <laughs> um, just, I like Spotify, but I think I'm more loyal to Apple because I like the ecosystem, and I, as I get older, I kind of want things to stay the same. And I don't want, okay, now we got to get the next Spotify. Uh, but anyway, let's move on. Let's talk Apple Watch. A couple pieces of press this week uh, tied towards analyst notes. The watch, a little bit of, um, I, I would say, maybe desire. 
Um, it's a little bit more available than analysts expected, so they're trimming their numbers. For as, as popular as Apple Music has been, at least uh, in the early going, it seems that popularity for the Apple Watch is waning a little bit, at least you know, if you look at some of the third-party results. Uh, a research firm, Slice Intelligence, had put out numbers earlier this week that Fitbit devices were outselling Apple Watch in May. And you've seen a couple of analysts, Wall Street analysts, cut their numbers on the Apple Watch for 2015, you know, saying that popularity is waning. And I think that's, um, you know, if that is indeed true, and Apple won't comment on it, I asked them for comment and, and hear back from them. Um, you know, I think that's something that Apple needs to, to worry about because if you can't move past the iPhone and the iPad into another device and make it this hit product, then, you know, that's something that investors need to worry about as well as, you know, consumers too down the line. Do you think it's because Apple Watch doesn't have a killer app? I haven't heard any one person say, I absolutely love the maps or I absolutely love the notifications or the music streaming even the fitness i have it I've, I've heard people say they really like it but people are buying more fitbits apple watches see i don't know if it's necessarily because it lacks a quote-unquote killer app as a lot of people have said you know when the iphone came out it there was no app store so sales were a little slow and then it started to pick up but you know there is an app store you know for the apple for apple watch I think part of it is just about making people's lives easier, and I think that's something that Apple hasn't really uh, shown people yet. They haven't demonstrated it just the way they have, you know, with the iPhone or the iPad. You know, if I don't need to take my phone out to pay for something or to check an email or, or respond back to a text message, that just makes it inherently easier for me to interact with technology, and I think that's really the big thing that people are missing right now. I think that's something that Apple has to hammer home to really get watch sales going. And what's interesting is the watch is actually outselling the first iPhone, you know, at the same time. Um, so it's not like it's a flop, and I recently saw one of their bands cost $49. It cost them 2 bucks to make, so it's a $47 profit margin, $47 profit. Um, it seems like this is still a good deal for Apple, although it's, you know, perception sometimes is reality, and uh, we'll see what happens, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not a flop in, in, in any sense of the word, because even if they only sell 10 million watches this year, you know, assuming a $500 price point, when you take in, you know, from the start, the low end to the high end, you know, that's still $5 billion in revenue. Every other company on earth would kill for that, but except Apple's generating $230 billion in revenue, so it's not really going to move the needle for them. So it's something that you know they really need to work on um, explaining to the consumer if they really want this to be you know, a bigger growth driver than it already is. Anything else that we need to know about the watch? I think you know, as soon as the new OS comes out for the watch, then you really start to see sales take off because that will allow developers to really build better apps for the watch. And I think, you know, like you kind of talked about killer apps, I think even though I don't think a killer app is necessary for sales, I think some consumers still say, okay, I like that killer app. And, and I think, you know, some of them will, will, will help with that sales, but I don't think, you know, that, uh, that that's necessary for sales. 
Thanks for joining us. That's Chris Siaccia, tech editor at thestreet.com. Tech editor at thestreet.com. The street's filled with fabulous amounts of stories, some of them from a journalist perspective, some of them from a business journalist perspective. I really think you should give it a shot. It's a good site with lots of content that should be able to stimulate some thoughts of investing in investing climates and investing ecosystems as well. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You are not. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.